Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And today I am in Raglan, uh, just finished uh, speaking to uh, Surfside Church at the time of recording, and man, what an awesome Sunday, awesome service. So cool. I, I love it out here. It's such a such a joy and honor to be here in Raglan. It has started to rain though, so that's a little bit sad. I feel like the rain's been following me around. That's okay though. I'm believing for sunnier times. Maybe a cup of Raglan roast uh, will be able to help me out with that. Before we talk about that though, let's talk about the scriptures that we have for today. And our scriptures are in the descriptions as always. Psalm 19, 7 to 14, Matthew 26, 47 to 68. And Exodus 6.13 to 8.32. So those are our scriptures that we are reading today. And a massive shout out to everybody who's made it to day 41. Come on now, this is a good day. I'm excited to see what God has got for us. But before we get into anything else, before we get into anything else in the Bible, let's talk brews. And today uh, I have got myself a Chemex filter of our raglan roast. Now this is what I found uh, in the room as I arrived. Uh, and it says, your daily brew on it. So nice, the people that are looking after us, looking after us so nicely here in raglan. Uh, but I have made a Chemex of our raglan roast. Now remember this is the brown lightning, which again, I'll, I'll just remind you what it's supposed to be. Good, sweet, strong flavors from a mixed origin blend with beans sourced from south america central america indonesia papua new guinea africa and india brown lightning is a dark roast with an enjoyable kick perfect for starting the day so yesterday i had a uh, i bought one i bought one from raglan roast but today i have made one using the chemics that i bought from home so i'm excited to give this a try and see what the differences of flavors were i uh, are sorry i do i did really enjoy the espresso that i bought uh, as always you know professional baristas it's like they're, they're paid and trained to make it good so let's see if this amateur barista can uh, see see if i can make anything taste good with the filter the chemics uh and let's see let's give it a go it's very hot i just finished i just finished it let me just blow on it for, for a second it smells lovely yeah do you know it's actually not not that much different to the espresso that I had yesterday. It's still got that lovely uh, sweet feeling in the mouth. It's almost floral. The aftertaste is very uh, sugary. It's like a caramel or like a brown sugar aftertaste. Let me go again. Double dip. I like this as a filter. This is really really nice as a filter. My word, two for two raglan roast. Enjoying that, I, I want to go again. I won't go again. Maybe I have some at the end. Uh, so that was over the Chemex. I'm excited to try and see if I can make it, how easy it is to use at home uh, in the espresso machine and also the plunger. But that is it for the brews today. Raglan roast, two for two. Uh, and I'm very, very, very happy about that. Let's get into the word though for today, day 41 on the Daily Brew. I want to start by asking you this question. How precious are the words of God to you? In Psalm 19.10, the psalmist writes, More precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the comb. In Matthew 4.4, 4, it says, People do not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Just from these two verses alone, we can see that God's words are precious, valuable, and important. 
This phrase, from the mouth of God, is better translated as, is continually coming from the mouth of God. The words of God are like a stream that pours from God's mouth. And like a stream, it's never done. Always moving, always flowing. God's always speaking. He is always speaking. His, his, the main way that he speaks to us is through his word, the word of God. God's words, when they come into contact with us, should stir us to transformation. There is such transformative power in the word of God. When he speaks, things change and come alive. The question that I have is, well, how? How does that work? Well, I want to have a look at six things really quick. It revives. We see that in verse 7. It gives us wisdom, again in verse 7. Awakens joy, verse 8. Brings light, verse 8. Warns you of possible danger in verse 11 and brings you great reward. That's in verse 11 as well. As we read the Bible, we also need to pray. We need to allow access for the Holy Spirit to take the word of God and make it come alive in our lives. This is where transformation takes place. See, the Bible reading should not be static. It shouldn't be like reading a phone book or reading a novel. It shouldn't just be something that we consume on surface level. It should be vibrant, dynamic, and relational in nature. When, when it is like that, we can be guided by the word of God. Jesus, he was a student of the word of God. He clearly allowed the word to guide him and shape him, even at a very young age. This served him very well when he stepped into what God had, had made him come to the earth to do. There are a couple of things we see in our passage today that did surprise me, though. The first one is that Jesus called Judas his friend. That's the word that he used for someone who he knew was going to betray him and be disloyal. Uh, what words would you use? Friend is not some, something that I would use for someone like that. However disloyal we are to Jesus, he always remains loyal to us. And I love that about Jesus, that Judas, who he knew was going to betray him, who he knew was going to be disloyal, still called him friend. Notice too that all of Jesus' friends, they deserted and fled him. This is the challenge for us as people, that when life is going great, we naturally want to be around the people who is going through a great time and celebrate with them. But things, when they go wrong or when they are not like that, we find ourselves giving people space or not being as close to them as we should. I know for me this happens because I don't know what to say or what to do. And this, in effect, is abandoning people when we do that. It's important that we stay close in the good times and in the bad times. That we use our words to encourage and build up, even if it's just to say, I love you and I'm here for you. That's better than being silent and invisible. It's something that I've had to learn the hard way over my journey. One thing that makes Harry Slade Harry Slade is that I'm not afraid to share with you my opinion, okay? If you think or say something that I disagree with, I'm not afraid to just offer a differing side. When Jesus was falsely accused, though, he went silent. He didn't answer back. When I read this, I was confused. I was like, why? Why would you, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you fight? Why wouldn't you offer a differing opinion? But he understood. Jesus understood that this needed to happen in order for Scripture to be fulfilled and to lead humanity to a great victory. Jesus had great clarity and confidence in his identity and what God had purposed him to do. This came from a strong foundation of scripture that he had. This gave him the authority and power to outwork what God had for him. When it comes to the word of God, we all have a choice. Will we obey or will we not? Moses, while he asked many questions and had doubts at the start, eventually he obeyed God's word. Pharaoh, on the other hand, he did not. Uh, Pharaoh constantly disobeyed God's word, and this came at a huge loss to Pharaoh and his people. One thing that I thought was interesting in the story is the use of Pharaoh's magicians and sorcerers to try and contradict the word of God and the power of God that was on display. It's important to know that the devil is an imitator. 
He's able to perform destructive signs and wonders, all to deceive us and take us away from the word of God. So what we need to do is we need to make sure that we are being led by the Holy Spirit and that we don't get distracted by what the enemy uses to distract us. We also have to make sure that we use the discernment of the Holy Spirit to make sure that we don't get, uh, sorry, we don't get bought into by what the enemy is doing. Pharaoh is not a believer in God. So he doesn't have access to the discernment of the Holy Spirit. He ends up buying what the magicians serve for him and continues to ignore the word of God. And this in turn hardens the heart of Pharaoh and and makes ignoring God's word even worse. This is what happens through ignorance of God's word and the lack of discernment, both as Christians and non-Christians, our hearts get hardened towards God and we end up walking away from God even more. I've seen this happen even within leadership and we must lean into the word of God and the spirit of God to make sure we don't harden our heart and get led away from what God wants to do here on the earth. Verse of the day. Yes, a super sneaky extra bonus verse. Here in Raglan, Matthew 26, 68, it says, Then they spit in his face and struck him with their fists. Others slapped him. Man, when we read the story of Jesus here, we see that Jesus endured such punishment for us. This is a, uh, This punishment that we see here is in response to Jesus speaking the word of God. And people are not always going to respond with joy and adulation for doing what's right or what is God honoring. But Jesus shows us that we should continue to hold on and press on with God's word despite the opposition that comes our way. And that is it for the Daily Brew for today. Day 41 done and dusted. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey. I pray that God is speaking to you and revealing things in his word to you as much as he is with me. I'd love to hear what God is saying. Please feel free to hit me up on social media, Harry Slade and Z on Instagram or on YouTube. Head to the comments and let me know what God is saying to you. But that is it for day 41. Tomorrow is the seventh day, which means we're going for a super store-bought can or bottle. And I can't wait to see what I can find in my local countdown. Hey, if this is the start of your day, have a great rest of your day. Unless it's the end of your day, good night, sleep tight, and come back tomorrow for day seven. Uh, Well, not day seven, day 42, the seventh day here on The Daily Brew.